now we're in a transition a little bit. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. We, of course, broadcast live from the uh, the Hyundai, the Score Hyundai Studios, brought to you by a local Hyundai dealers. I want to thank them. Thanks to Evan Thomas. He gets us up and running and twitching every morning. We carry that softball team with Lawrence. Uh, and uh, and we also uh, want to thank everyone for calling and texting and emailing. Also, thank you for listening on this Friday the 13th. Oh, boy, Friday the 13th. Oh. Thanks to Dustin Rhodes. He's our executive producer, and he scared the hell out of us today. Yeah, okay. That'll be $65.07. Okay, all right. <laughs> There's your guy. Yeah, okay. Stetson Bennett. That's him. Oh, that's right. He was at the Raisin Canes paying yep. off his NIL deal. Yep. And uh, and thanks to uh, Brandon Fryer for your fine contribution. Well, it means big picture. The mom and pop days are over. Welcome to corporate America, Chicago Bears. It's about time. What took you so long? Look at the dramatic music there. It just makes everything sound more important and, and auspicious. And, and it's just, yeah. Yeah. It's closed yeah. down. Nice, uh, nice little score in the background. And we so have uh, Lawrence Holmes with us this morning. He's in. Yeah, Lawrence. And Dan. What's up, guys? How you doing? Good morning. Happy Friday. Yeah. Happy 13th. Friday, Friday the 13th. Yeah. How about it? Lucky day. You know, I did I see this correctly that it's going to be 50 degrees in Chicago in the middle of January? Is that it? Yeah, I mean, well, it was 53 degrees on Wednesday. So this weekend they're predicting one day of 50, one day of 48. Yeah, and the the sun's going to actually come out. I think tomorrow. Go golfing. It would be a great weekend to have playoff football in town if the teams would cooperate. It would be a great weekend to have Bears at Soldier Field playing the first playoff game. Frankly, it's a great weekend of football already, just even without the Bears being yeah, involved. Maybe better without them. Kind of better without them. With the weather, you know, would have been ideal. You wouldn't – it just – people could go. It could be, wouldn't be a big hassle. It would be fun. Wow. Be fun. Would you, you guys – I forgot about Bears play. I hadn't even thought about that. That they're allowed to be in? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they'll do what Jacksonville did. Number what? one pick, three wins, turn it around, win a division, go to the playoffs. Maybe. One year. Okay. It's a plan. May- no, they're it's not a the plan, right way, huh? Come on. They're in the right division. Well, launching a toxic the, coach was, was the, a huge Yeah, that step was a that. big step. So was playing in the right division. <laughs> Which to, team do you to mean? To do that. <laughs> Bears, I, the, the, the Jags don't have the competition to – that division stinks. They can run that division for a long time. Right. Although, if Chris Ballard would like a quarterback to help him out in that regard, perhaps. There were sharks. He Derek, should, yeah. No, I was thinking maybe he should get on the phone and call uh, Ryan Poles. You know, we talked to Dan Pompey yesterday, and he pointed out that at this point there'd be no takers on that first pick. We'll see what happens, and there will be quarterbacks. And oh, there, somebody there will, will be takers. Well, let's hope. There will be to come on. There's so much time between now and oh, then. I know. It's you would think, but I think a lot of these things do have to play out. The Colts could get Derek Carr. There will be other veteran it's, quarterbacks on the move. That, but, but that's – you could do both. Like that's been the problem with the Colts is that they've, they've, while they've been like, okay, let's just get a veteran in here to kind of hold things down and haven't developed a quarterback. You could get 
Derek in there to be your stopgap and also say, oh, we like Will Levis. I thought it was that quitter Andrew Luck was the problem. I mean, they can't get over that. They're, they no, still can't one. get they, over that. Yeah. They have not recovered from Andrew Luck retirement. Well, I think first thing they got to figure out, are they going to try to hire Jim Harbaugh as their coach? Because that is the, the latest story is that possibility. Just Saturday. That, that, that relationship there. And if you hire Harbaugh, you know that he is going to make sure that there's a quarterback there that he's going to want to work with. Captain Comeback when he was there, right? He's Wasn't in that the his name? Yes. He walks into the building, he looks up, and there's his name. Yes. He was there four years. He was there five minutes. Right. And he's a legend. Yeah, there were some, there were some playoff wins in there and he's got a relationship with yeah. with Kevin you know, Warren from well, the Big do, 10. Do you remember and... the do you remember the uh the game where it, this was the argument both for and against video replay. There was the play where there was a ball thrown into the end zone and the guy trapped it and they ruled it incomplete. Against the Steelers? And it could they would have won the game. AFC Championship and it was, game. It was it was AFC Championship game. It was ruled incomplete and everybody said that's why you need replay, because if that had been caught, if it had been ruled a catch and they'd gone to the Super Bowl, and then the detractors were, that's why you don't need replay, because they made the right call. But it was like it became this hot-button problem because it would have determined the Super Bowl team. Didn't we just have the anniversary of the Des Bryant catch? No yes. catch. Oh, Dead that's right. That's a good one. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the first one that I remember was Burt Emanuel of the Falcons. Where that was the the ground is there's contact with the ground, but it doesn't cause you to retain. You're not using it to retain possession. But is that and, process of the catch? Uh, no, that was that was, that was here. Johnson. That was Calvin oh, yeah. Johnson okay. with uh, Tillman and Johnson. But that and was yeah. that was the correct rule. Right. Yeah. It just was right. a weird rule. Correct. I, I would I would never have remembered the name Bert Emanuel if not for his uh, his association with an interpretation yeah, that's of a, that. That's a it's a different, to look that up. obscure sort of name. But uh, back back to the Colts thing, Dan. It's interesting. Because because we all know Chris Ballard and we all know how badly he wants to win. And he also fell on the sword the other day. Can you see him hiring a guy like Jim Harbaugh? That seemed like an Ursay move. I don't know if it seems like something Chris Ballard would do necessarily. I, I, I feel like Chris Wrong. might be in a scramble mode right now. Right. Like whatever is going to make I, – I feel like he's, he's football Rick Hahn right now. Harbaugh's a hard personality With Jeff Saturday to manage. Being hired by right, the owner, right? Maybe Jim Harbaugh following, and that didn't like that clearly didn't work. Nope. And the, didn't they interview Eric Bieniemy this morning or yes, something like that? They did. did they? Good. And 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 you say, all right, what's what's the thing that is going to make the the owner happy and I can live with? Like I think that's where Chris Ballard is at right now. Like that's the the like can I live with Jim Harbaugh kind of being crazy for a couple of years and have and and, and notoriously having a difficult relationship with a general manager. That's that's what I mean. Yeah, I mean the it's stuff with Trent Baalke was 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 unhealthy. The moment you hire Jim Harbaugh as your coach, you may improve your football team exponentially, but you also have have, have limited your your tenure immediately. And especially because if, if you look at the dynamic in Indy right now, the guy that's falling on every grenade isn't Jim Ursay. It's Chris Ball- yes. Ballard. I failed. Oh, yeah. I did this. Yeah. I, mean, I would have fired just, myself right. 18 times. I mean, really, like, at some point, Ursay's got to pull him aside and say, hey, I, I owe you a beer. Because, well, of, I mean, because he's, no he's taking all the blame for everything um, here. We were talking. Failed. Yeah. 
we were talking earlier about the idea that supposedly Sean Payton obviously is going to come back, but only for the best quarterback. And the, the rumor is that he's interested in the Chargers job if they lose to Jacksonville. And that it, opens he, the door after a yes, lot of questionable decision making that's gone on with that franchise yeah, in the yeah. last the two years. The analytics would point to Brandon Staley getting fired. <laughs> remember the part remember the part where they're sitting there and Oakland's like, Oh yeah, how about we both tie and then we can both go to the playoffs? And they're like, No, let's not both tie right. and 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 then they lost and then yeah. they didn't go to the playoffs. Yes. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Um before yeah. we let you guys go. What you? What was your big takeaway from the the Tom Ricketts interview? Well, I think Tom Ricketts came on the station and on January thirteenth declared the Cubs are planning to make the playoffs, or right. that is the stated goal for twenty twenty three. That's not insignificant, I think, given where they have been the last two years, given the way they spent this off season. So, and he also implied that if they are off to a good start, they're not going to be afraid to add. So that was ambitious, and I think you want to hear that from your owner. I, I agree. I also found it interesting that he thinks the best path to the playoffs isn't through a wild card, but by winning the division, which is a totally different deal it, when it, you really break the it down. The anti-Philly mode. Yeah. Well, he, he's probably right, uh, but this is the, the this is not built yet, if that's going to be the case. Right. They, they need uh, to, to find some home runs in there. I would love to know what baseball we're playing with because – the hardest thing to do is evaluate what power costs yeah. without knowing what ball we're using. Well, that, that's that, interesting. That is interesting. I, that's why I also – you're not going to quibble with him. I love the fact that he wants to make the playoffs and thinks they can. They are a bat short, but I also – At least one. I, but I, I, I didn't agree with the path. The Phillies just got to the World Series. They won 87 games as the third wildcard team or as, as the third-place team in that division – you don't have to be better than the Cardinals necessarily to get to the playoffs. But it's an ambitious goal. It is ambitious, but the Cardinals got better because they have mm. your catcher. <laughs> and I, I heard you, David, going through better the, at offense. the rotation. and the ro- I guess the better way to say it is the rotational possibilities. Right. Yeah. Because they do have a lot of intriguing. They've got nine intriguing guys. Right. And how much time can you take? to figure out who your five are if you're trying to be a playoff team. You need more than five. I know, I know, but I'm saying, like, if you're trying to decide, okay, well, what's Justin Steele? Like, what is he? Is he a starter or is he a back-of-the-bullpen guy? That's a great point because you wonder, with veterans, you have to be a little bit less flexible because they're more structured in their routines Whereas you have a guy like Steele who's not yet established. You have Keegan Thompson, who's another a swing guy, guy. Another guy that that you could see either path. You could go, yeah. oh, there's a there's an eighth inning guy. Or yeah. there's a guy that you could ask to start 25 games for you a season. Or you hybridize it, and, and you don't necessarily have to default to old rules. You say, look, if, if Keegan Thompson is a guy we've got to put in, to get a as a high leverage pitcher to get a critical out in the fifth, he can give us three innings. I think they're more likely to do that. I think yeah. they're more likely to be take the hybrid approach, and they have so many big brains in that pitching infrastructure there that I think they're going to probably figure out a way. If you give us four here, if you give us if they have one one spin through its six man rotation, okay. Whatever the case may be, I think they're going to probably 
I don't want to say make it up as they go along, but, but be open-minded to the approach. If you're going to be a run prevention-based team, you have to be open-minded. Right. You have to be, because they're at the moment, they're not going to do what Jed wants. And Jed's been very clear about this. Playoff teams generally, a lot of their wins are blowouts. And you've, you've got to have those. You have to. If you play a lot of close games, you're going to run out of pitching. And you're going to run out of high-leverage pitching. And, and, and it just it takes a lot out of your team to play a lot of close games. You gotta have easy days. You gotta have low leverage pitching days where and you can tell a bunch of your regulars to to take your spikes off and 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 chill out. And the Cubs just didn't have it. Even when they were winning in the second half, they these really good teams have to jump on the other team's mistakes, have to jump on the other team's bad pitchers, and and if there are a couple errors here, they're like what the Guardians did to the White Sox. Right. There were there were times even with and they didn't have a ton of power, but they when there was an opening, when there was an opening, they they, they get on it, and the good teams are going to do that. If the Cubs can do that, they could surprise. What have ye today? We are going to talk to Jim Suhan of the Minneapolis Star Tribune. A lot to discuss with him. Great stuff on Kevin Warren, on the Carlos Correa saga, and the embattled defensive coordinator in Minnesota, who is the former Bears secondary coach, Ed Donatel. Yes. So we'll talk to you yes. about all that. Good one. Uh, Joe Ostrowski at 1125. Jarrett Payton at noon. Kevin Fishbane at 1 at 125. The only power bat on the Cubs, Patrick Wisdom, is is going to join us. He's a part of the kids only press conference, which is usually that is usually the hilarious. Best one. Oh, yeah. it's so much fun. Yeah, cool. so we'll talk to him about all. Have that. a great show.